Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for audiobook news read from Audiophile Magazine. My name is Sarah. Starting off today, we have mystery and suspense titles. A Narrow Door by Joanne Harris, read by Alex Kingston and Stephen Pacey. The third audiobook in the Mulberry series is a mystery involving a missing boy and a body uncovered in a schoolyard. It is also an intense psychological suspense about a formerly traumatized child who becomes the first female head of an elite academy. Narrator Alex Kingston's evocative voice tells the disturbing life of headmistress Rebecca Buckfast. Listeners also hear the proper pedantic utterances of Roy, the elderly Latin master, convincingly portrayed by Stephen Pacey. Beautifully written and produced, the audiobook is worth the drawn-out plot. The voice of a monster, Mr. Smallface, is creepy, and listeners may never look at a bathroom drain the same way again. It's available from Orange Sky Audio, 13 hours long, unabridged, trade edition, digital download for $16.09. The Golden Couple by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Buchanan, read by Marin Ireland and Carissa Vacker. Literary duo, duo Greer Hendricks and Sarah Buchanan deliver another electrifying new novel. Narrators Marin Ireland and Carissa Vacker dazzle as they deliver this twisted domestic thriller. Ireland expertly embodies Avery, a razor-sharp therapist who has lost her license for her unconventional methods and ten-session cure. Vacker's layered, emotionally driven portrayal of Marissa, the mysterious other half of The Golden Couple, keeps listeners on the edge of their seats. Both narrators shine in this multi-layered psychological suspense, edgy down to the last twist. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 11 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, CD, ISBN 978-125-083. 5611 for 39.99 also as digital download 1979 Ali Burns book 1 by Val McDermott read by Katie Lung Narrator Katie Lung takes on Scots and their accents as she portrays honorable reporters and local criminals in the year 1979 Reporter Ali Burns is looking for a way to stand out among her peers and cover better news stories When she and her colleague Danny team up to stop an inexperienced terrorist cell, their investigation puts more than local criminals at risk. Young's narration is spot on, especially her pacing. She captures the frustration of a woman who is looking to be taken seriously in a culture of casual misogyny. Her crisp performance and ease with common Scottish phrases are perfect for this audiobook. It's available from recorded books, 11 hours long, unabridged, library edition, CD, ISBN 978-170-504-5589 for $125.75. Also available as MP3 or digital download. Her name is Knight, Nina Knight, book one, by Yasmin Ango, read by Tamika Caton Donegal. Narrator Tamika Caton Donegal delivers Ango's debut thriller with the intensity it deserves. The plot has two interwoven timelines. The before chapters provide the backstory of Nina Knight as a teen in Ghana. The after chapters bring us into her current life as an assassin living in Miami. Caton Donegal shines in the before chapters, delivered in the first person with a poetic rhythm. 
Her voicing of the terror and violence of Nina's kidnapping and the destruction of her village is at once captivating and horrifying. While those scenes seem too real, Nina, as the elite assassin, leans to superhero fantasy. Kate Donegal uses her skills with pace, tone, and accent to differentiate the many characters. The audiobook comes together to deliver a highly impactful listen. It's available from Brilliance Audio, 14.75 hours unabridged. Trade Edition CD, ISBN 978-171-360-1807 for $34.99, also available as MP3 or digital download. The Maid by Nita Prose, read by Lauren Ambrose. Narrator Lauren Ambrose performs this creatively crafted mystery featuring 25-year-old Molly Gray, a maid at the Regency Grand Hotel, who, while cleaning the suite, finds a dead body. It's Charles Black whose wealth, infamy, and nasty personality precede him. The police think Molly killed Black since all the clues point to her. Ambrose's narration is perfection, as Molly herself would say. The story is told by Molly, who loves being a maid, is verbally precise, lacks social skills, has a tendency to be obsessive, and is rather naive. Ambrose also projects a range of emotions to portray the personalities of Molly's friends and those who manipulate her. Molly must save herself by solving the murder, but can she? It's available from Random House Audio, nine and a half hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-345-2684 for 22.50. Books on Tape as the Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-345-2691 for $76. And now for some contemporary culture titles. A World Without Soil, The Past, Present, and Precarious Future of the Earth Beneath Our Feet by Joe Handelsman and Kayla Cohen, read by Rosemary Benson. Narrator Rosemary Benson expresses alarm as she delivers Joe Handelsman's plea for global and U.S. government action on the looming soil crisis. The audiobook is the memo Handelsman would like to have sent President Obama while she served as a White House science advisor. Expressing clear concern, Benson ticks off soil problems that include, sorry, include deforestation, erosion, and short-sighted farming practices around the world. She makes listeners hear Handelsman's fascination at seeing a legume grow from lava rock. She also brings a sense of high-stakes drama to a competition intended to help teach soil classification. Handelsman tells listeners that proper soil stewardship could alleviate climate concerns even as we feed a growing global population. It's available from Tantor Media at a length of seven and a half hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-166-155082 for 19.99. Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-166-155099 for $49.95. How We Eat, The Brave New World of Food and Drink by Paco Underhill, read by Adam Barr and Aidan Hakimi, as well as Carissa Vacker. Adam Barr adeptly narrates most of this informed and informative audiobook, capturing its immediacy with his tone and cadence. Barr has a resonant voice and paces the many stories, personal and professional, that shape this engaging work. Narrators Aidan Hakimi and Carissa Vacker do fine work too. 
The conversational style draws the listeners into this insider's guide. Author Underhill, a food consultant, has decades of experience studying shoppers' buying and eating habits. He takes the listener through the business of selling food, from megastores to farmers' markets. We all are buying more prepared meals as the pandemic has accelerated home delivery from restaurants and supermarkets. Underhill also gazes into the future, predicting vertical farms in supermarket parking lots, where the consumer will buy fresh, hydroponically grown veggies. It's available from Simon & Schuster Audio, seven and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-179-714-2388 for $17.99. And now for an audio file behind the mic excerpt, featuring author and narrator Malcolm Gladwell. Audiophile's Michelle Cobb sat down with author Malcolm Gladwell to talk about audiobooks, podcasts, and where the two meet. Gladwell is also the host of a Revisionist History podcast and co-founder and president of Pushkin Industries, an audiobook and podcast production company. This is an excerpt. You can hear the full conversation at audiophilemagazine.com slash podcast. Michelle Cobb, you are an author who narrates your own books, and I'm curious what your experience in the booth has been like. Does it influence your writing to record your own titles? Malcolm Gladwell. Well, it does with the most recent ones I've done, which were books written with the audiobook in mind. So the entire time I was writing Talking to Strangers, I was thinking about what the audio experience was going to be like. I was going to use the tape for in, from interviews and archival tape because we do these. We like to call them five-star audiobooks that are immersive and enhanced. And then Bomber Mafia really began as a podcast and was turned into a book. When you go in the other direction and you start with the audio in mind and then move toward the print, I think the writing really does change. I think your writing is necessarily more conversational. You spend a lot more time on character and emotion and those kinds of things, but you tend to do a little bit less of the things that print is good at. Print is good for complicated, analytical kinds of stuff. Hard to do that when you're talking. So I think it does change the shape of books. Michelle Cobb. Have you had any challenges when you were actually recording your own words? You know, the desire to change them or something that you've struggled with as you read. Malcolm Gladwell. Well, at Pushkin, everything that we record, we do table reads beforehand, so I've already read it through, sometimes more than once. Sometimes we do two rounds of table reads, so we've rehearsed. And in each of those rehearsals, there's an incredible amount of rewriting that goes on between rehearsals. I think you learn more from reading something out loud than you do from reading a draft. This notion of how something strikes the ear. It's much easier to tell, for example, whether a certain thought or moment or scene has gone on for too long. That's hard to tell in print because you read so quickly you maybe don't notice it. In audio, when you're doing a rehearsal and you have a section where you're talking about X and you're like, oh my God, I could have done that in half the time. So it tends to, in a really good way, I think, improve your concision as a writer. Michelle Cobb. Now, that's unusual to actually have a practice or a table read for an audiobook. Most narrators are going in having read the book with their eyes, but not having practiced it aloud. What makes you go in that direction to have those table reads? Malcolm Gladwell. It's because it comes out of a podcast world where the table reads are with something that is necessarily an early draft. 
I'm working on a book right now, and I did a live reading of the first three or four chapters a couple of months ago because I've learned that these live table reads are just so incredibly useful in helping you understand what you're doing. Useful not just for the audiobook, but also for the print book. For the book I'm working on now, we, 40 people, gathered in a theatre and we did a kind of performance. We had somebody playing the cello and we had drinks. And my producer sat at a little table and they played the tape. And I read the parts that needed to be read. And the guy playing the cello did little interstitial moments. And then we had a discussion and the people listening gave all kinds of suggestions. It was all very explicitly work in progress. Michelle Cobb. That's really interesting. Your company, Pushkin, which you mentioned, focused on podcasts originally, but has moved into what is more of a traditional audiobook, and it sounds like you're really using audio as part of a writing process. What encouraged you to move in the direction of adding audiobooks to what Pushkin was doing? Malcolm Gladwell. Well, you know, the distinction between a podcast and an audiobook is slight. Once you're doing one, you could easily turn material that was in a podcast into a book. Most audiobooks, if it's just simply someone reading the printed word in a booth, it struck us that was a wasted opportunity. There's so much more. If you're going to do audio, why not produce it as elaborately as you produce a podcast or a narrative podcast? So we just thought there was an incredible opportunity there for us to do something better. Michelle Cobb. I'm curious. I work at the intersection of audiobooks and podcasts, and I'm really interested in what you would define as the difference between the two media. Malcolm Gladwell. Well, you pay for one. You don't pay for the other. I think the differences are largely technical, and they matter to insiders. Do they matter to listeners? When I listened way back when to Serial, like everyone else, was the experience qualitatively different for me than if I had been simply listening to an audiobook? I mean, aside from the fact that there were MailChimp ads. No, it is exactly the same. I think it's useful to think of them as they're on this exact same continuum. They are audio narrative experiences. I don't think it's terribly useful to think of them as separate. Michelle Cobb, how did you develop the Paul Simon piece into the audiobook experience? Were you originally thinking of it as more of an interview podcast, or did it just leap directly into what you did, which was sold more as an audiobook than as a podcast? Malcolm Gladwell. No, we never thought of it as a podcast. We were always going to do an audiobook with that. What we didn't know is the form that the book would take. There was one way to do that, which was to sit down with him for 40 hours and pick out the six hours of interview that worked the best and just run that conversation with Paul Simon. There's another way to do it, which is take the conversations and then do effectively a kind of biography where I analyze and dissect and distill the best of a conversation and turn it into a narrative. What we ended up doing was something in the middle. There are chunks of us talking, but there are also bits of me doing a kind of essay on various aspects of his career, combined with all of this archival material. So it was a hybrid in the end, and I think that was what we figured out was the right way to present our case. Michelle Cobb, anything you would like to say about creating your own company that moves audio into a more interactive medium? Malcolm Gladwell, it's important to stress what a radically different process doing audiobooks the way we do them is from the traditional. I mean, I remember when I was doing my old audiobooks, Blink and Tipping Point and Outliers, you just sit in a sound booth for four days and that's it, you're done. It's over. Ours take months, and the budgets could be 10 or 20 times greater. 
The kind of team that's put together to make them is quite extraordinary. It's like making a movie. It's like it's a wholly different art form when it's done the way we're doing it. You know, I think the sooner we can tell the world that, man, this thing you thought was just somebody droning on can be way more exciting, that's our opportunity. And more listening from Malcolm Gladwell includes The Bomber Mafia, A Dream, A Temptation, and The Longest Night of a Second World War. Read by Malcolm Gladwell. Available audio program from Pushkin Industries, Trade Edition, Digital Download. Miracle and Wonder, Conversations with Paul Simon, by Malcolm Gladwell, Bruce Hedlund, and Paul Simon. Read by Malcolm Gladwell and Paul Simon. Available as an audio program from Pushkin Industries, Trade Edition, Digital Download. Outliers, the story of success, read by Malcolm Gladwell, available on a bridge from Hachette Audio, trade edition, CD or digital download. Talking to strangers, what we should know about the people we don't know, read by Malcolm Gladwell, available on a bridge from Hachette Audio, trade edition, CD or digital download. And finally, the tipping point, how little things can make a big difference. Read by Malcolm Gladwell, available from Hachette Audio, unabridged, trade edition, CD or digital download. And now for some personal growth titles. Let's Get Physical, How Women Discovered Exercise and Reshaped the World, by Danielle Friedman, read by Danielle Friedman. It used to be frowned upon for women to exercise, sweat or build muscle. It was thought unbecoming and even dangerous. Danielle Friedman introduces us to a parade of fascinating trailblazers who championed women's running and bodybuilding, created jazzercise and bar, and invented the sports bra and leotards. Her writing is exuberant and humorous. Her narration is joyful and engaging, too. With a lovely voice and sparkling wit, Friedman is vastly entertaining but also empathetic and relatable. We meet Catherine Switzer, the first woman to run the Boston Marathon. Lottie Burke, whose bar classes were a manifestation of her sexual freedom activism, and Lilius Folan, the original yoga lady on PBS. Our freedom to move rests on their shoulders. It's available from Penguin Audio, audio, nine hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-345-3513 for $20. Books on tape as a library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-345-3520 for $76. The Courage to be Happy, A New Approach to Well-Being in Everyday Life by Colm O'Connor, read by Aidan Kelly. Aidan Kelly's narration brings a sense of grounding assurance to this handbook on becoming happier. This audiobook breaks down the science of happiness, explaining what it is, why it's important, and how to cultivate it to expand joy and well-being through the development of habits and practices. The salient information clearly explains why courage and discipline are required to actively foster happiness in our lives. However, some of the points can be somewhat dry and the language repetitive. Kelly's Irish accent and gentle voice provide enjoyable, easygoing motivation through these moments and present the tips and actionable techniques with a quiet and enticing optimism. Kelly brings a realistic and affirming tone that provides counsel on cultivating a practice of happiness. It's available from Belinda Audio, 10 hours unabridged. 
Trade Edition CD ISBN 9781867558095 for 39.99 also as MP3 or digital download. Read this to get smarter about race, class, gender, disability and more by Blair Imani read by Blair Imani. Author narrator Blair Imani brings a personal touch to her primer on cultural awareness as she mentions her conversion to Islam and her bisexuality as she discusses concepts of identity. With amusement and sarcasm, Imani, who is black, recalls not being recognized as the new hire when she arrived at a law office job. This experience was one of her reasons for her decision to adopt the surname Imani. She covers a wide range of topics such as race, sex and gender and socialism, aiming to create a shared understanding. Imani narrates her audiobook with authority as she explains words like cisgender. She ends each section with discussion questions that ask listeners to reflect. It's available from Random House Audio, five and a half hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059355-3893 for $15. Books on Tape as a Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978059355-3909 for $47.50. Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connection and the Language of Human Experience by Brene Brown, read by Brene Brown. Brene Brown has an established reputation for frankness, honesty, and humor while discussing taboo emotions such as shame and anger. With characteristic candor, she narrates her latest offering with confidence. In this title, she maps more than 80 emotions, presenting each chapter in an intimate, conversational style that makes listeners feel they are sharing a cup of coffee in her kitchen. Brown has delved deep into her research for this latest offering, and her passion for naming what we're feeling comes across strongly. This is sure to become a fan favorite to dip in and out of, as the chapters do not need to be listened to in any particular order. It's available from Random House Audio, eight and a half hours unabridged. Trade Edition CD, ISBN 978-198-484-4255-40, also as digital download. Books on tape as the library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-198-484-4286 for 85.50. Embracing Your Power, A Woman's Path to Authentic Leadership and Meaningful Relationships by Marsha L. Clark, read by Julie Eikoff. Julia Eikhoff's assured narration of Marsha L. Clark's leadership toolkit brings the listener to a better understanding of her own power in the workplace and her personal life. Despite some minor mispronunciations, Eikhoff's encouraging voice becomes a welcome tour guide through chapters covering gender differences, imposter syndrome, boundaries, building trust, and successful negotiation, among other topics. The author's reflection questions, self-tests, and frameworks challenge women to reimagine and reinvigorate their work and personal lives. Her words gain gravitas through the audiobook's narration, in particular Eikhoff's mature, reassuring tone in the chapters titled Trusting Your Intuition and Women Supporting Women reinforces Clark's key message, feminine energy is powerful, supportive, and generative. 
It's available from Green Leaf Book Group at a length of eight hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, $16.77. And that's it for me. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News. My name is Sarah.